This is One in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 59 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning, I am absolutely thrilled to have Gary Bassett, who is the mayor of the village of Rhinebeck, New York, a town located or a village located just north of Anderson's main campus in beautiful Dutchess County. Mayor Bassett, good morning. Hi, good morning, Eliza. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to have you on the show today so that we can talk about something that I think we're all mutually very excited about, which is this collaborative partnership between the Village of Rhinebeck and Anderson Center for Autism Consulting Services, or Anderson Center Consulting. We've recently started to work together uh, in this capacity, and if I can throw it to you to just kind of get the ball rolling, talk to us about what's going on in the Village and, and uh, why you're excited about this uh, this partnership. Very good. Uh, well, thank you, and, and thank you for inviting me to this having this opportunity to talk to everybody on your radio show. This is really an exciting time for the village of Rhinebeck to really get involved in, you know, in ha- what we're calling hashtag one thing, which is to get our businesses, our community, our businesses that are in the village, as well as organizations and groups involved into doing one thing to support all of those who are on the spectrum of autism, which is really a fantastic step the fact that we have the Anderson Center so close to us gives us the ability, you know, to work very closely one-on-one with them to really customize and fine-tune what we can do to support these individuals that are on the spectrum. And going forward, my goal is to really get more people aware of what this disorder is in terms of of autism. There's a lot to be understood, a lot we need to learn, but there's families all over that need the support. So I'm excited about it, and we've already had some really very fantastic initial successes at our holiday tree lighting parade in December when we first started doing this. We had one family who we, we set up a safe room. Let me back up. We set up a safe place mm-hmm. for families uh, with autism could go to that had visibility of parade, and we had five families there, and we had one family who had never been to a parade before at all. So to me, that is opening the door for a lot of opportunity for things to be done uh, within the village. Absolutely. I, I hear those stories um, often just because of being at Anderson and being very closely associated with the admissions process. So we meet a lot of new families as they're coming into the program. And one of the things that was actually the impetus at Anderson to develop our consulting business many, many years ago was the the isolation that so many families with a loved one on the spectrum feel. And, and when you are able to pinpoint something that specific, like this was the first time we have watched a parade, it, it brings it home, right? It, it, yeah, it, it, may, it stops you in your tracks and you go, oh, my God, I, I've seen parades since I was two or whatever. And, you, and these are the things that so many of us don't stop and think about until you meet somebody who's looking at you saying, I've never gone to a parade with my child because it's been overstimulating. It's so loud. There's things being yep. thrown around in the air. There's lots of colors. There's too many people. And um, lights and noises. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and how, oh, could you not, how could you not 
let your heart just melt when something like when you can make something like this happen. Absolutely, and 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 realize that it's as simple as here's a here's a space in our village. Uh, with glass windows so you can see out. But if the if your child on the spectrum, adult child, young child, doesn't really matter if, if somebody needs a place where it's going to be okay for them to put their hands over their ears or to cry or make some coping noises or something that's going to help them get through that experience but still enjoy it, it's a pretty simple thing to do. Yeah, it is. Hashtag one thing. Yeah, there you go. It's one if, thing you can you do. If you really think about it, it's not, it's being able to do one thing to support, whether it's a child or an adult, it's people of all ages that are on that have this disorder that need this level of support. Um, yeah. Another example: we just recently had a family in the village. They approached me just uh, this weekend, and we're so thankful because they were now able to take their children to a restaurant. And when they walked into the restaurant, they said, "We heard that you uh, support the autism awareness," and they were immediately taken care of in a way where they didn't have to wait and be, um, you know, put up with that time period of indecisiveness and organization. And they were put into, you know, still com- felt like they were at a restaurant, but they were taken care of in a so passionate way that it was rewarding to them, and they were very thankful. Absolutely. So these little stories are coming out, and people are now calling, calling us and saying, "What can we do? Uh, how can we get involved?" So the, you know, the impetus is there, mm-hmm. the excitement is there. People are are becoming aware and and reaching out to us and getting involved. And that's one of the things I really want to talk about is how people can get involved today. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, we do run a committee, and the committee is made up of representation from out throughout the village, including myself. And but pe- what, how we set this up is what, the most important role is a role we call the stakeholder. And the stakeholder is the person that will represent an organization, as an example. Maybe it's all of the private pra- medical practices in the village. That person can go out and work with all the private medical practices and have them make the pledge and then work with them because we can get them the one-on-one help they need to maybe customize that one thing for to make their practice uh, more acceptable with people on disorder. Mm-hmm. Another example is we have two people who are representing all the churches. We've already had one church sign up and say, how can I give an autism awareness sermon to make it more, to get people to come to church? So this, the role of the stakeholder is where we're trying to reach now, get stakeholders involved within the village that will work with these organizations, that will work with them to get the pledge and help us get them through the process. So by the end of June, it's a very short period of time, our goal is by the end of June to publish our results of how well we've achieved of of making the village of Rhinebeck more an autistic awareness supportive community. That is awesome. And I, I, um, I want to quickly ask, how can people get in touch? When, when you want people to get in touch and, and uh, find you and, and ask the questions or let you know that they want to get involved um, or they want to uh, maybe come to a committee meeting or, or somehow give some input, what's the best way for people to do that? The best way for people to do that is we currently have, and I'm going to apologize, Michelle Hughes, who is our chair mm-hmm. uh, for personal reasons are not able to make it today. She is the chair of the committee. Um, We can get you her access information, but we've been reaching out through all of our media via the village, village website. You can go to 
Village website, find contact information. You can also go to our Village Facebook page and, and search for information there and able to reach out to people who to contact. And we'll be scheduling events over the next couple of, next couple of months. Our goal is to have six events where people can come and learn about how they can become involved. And we'll be advertising them as well through our Village website, Village Facebook, and other media within the Village. Excellent. So basically, stay connected, stay up to date on village business and uh, social media, and you will see this. You will have the opportunity also to come to some trainings and to hear from some of the members of Anderson's consulting team who provide a level of expertise in this area and are very uh, passionate uh, about what I'm going to refer to as these simple things, the do one thing. It really is a big part of this. Is not taking on the world is is realizing that there are some easy one thing that you can do that if everybody in a village does one thing, the impact is enormous. And, and what, you know, and I agree with you. I think the idea of eventually seeing other towns and villages and eventually cities and, you know, and that's how you change the world. It really starts with this, this kind of grassroots uh, initiative. I also want to bring back up that what you said about having um, one of the local churches reach out and say that they want to learn how to do an autism uh, sort of friendly or autism supportive sermon. It really wasn't that long ago, uh, mayor, that, that, uh, I remember reading stories, horrific, traumatic, sad stories about children and families being asked to leave their local community uh, places of worship because a child was engaging in behaviors that were distracting or uncomfortable for the other parishioners. And those stories made my... You, you make your heart break. So yes. just just want to highlight again, um, it's it's a change in semantics, it's a change in thinking, but this is what we want everybody to start to do is to think about what can I do to just turn it all on its ear and 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 go from being uh, in you know a place where you're not allowed in to a place where everybody is allowed. And and what it often means is that we have to learn something. That not everybody has to adapt to what we're used to. Sometimes it's us adapting to everything else. Yes, I think it's us learning. And I think that's a major uh, part of doing this because now what we're doing is not only doing the one thing or getting business to do one thing, we're increasing the awareness for the one in 59 that can be supported in the village of Rhinebeck. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it, it, unfortunately, unfortunately, phase one is limited to the village of Rhinebeck. Uh, this is being funded by a grant that we worked, that we uh, co-wrote with Anderson to be able to have them get some money that will able enable them to create the literature and do the outreach for this. And who knows where this will be? You know, after June, when we complete this phase, what phase two will be. Um, and eventually, hopefully, we can do more for everybody on that has a disability. This is just one, and we know we need to focus on many disabilities that people have. Absolutely. And, and let's give a shout out to the Thomas Thompson Trust that gave uh, that awarded that grant. Um, I think they have a vision of that's similar to yours and similar to Anderson's about how this can be really helpful to the community. And we appreciate that very much. I also agree with you. Once you publish positive results and outcomes, the chances of being able to continue this kind of good work uh, just increase. And so um, we are all hopeful that the second part of this year will be will be able to report uh, some some 
continued good news um, in the village and then beyond. Uh, Mayor Bassett, yeah. we have to take a short break. When we come back, okay. I'm, I've got some more questions for you. This is the 1 in 59 radio show, weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Did you know that 1 in 59 people are diagnosed with autism? Perhaps you know and love someone impacted. Here at Anderson Center for Autism, we'd love to help. Our mission is simple, to optimize the quality of life for all we serve. So what does that mean exactly? It means that we customize education and therapy plans to help each student and resident soar. It means that we hire top professionals who know how to unlock potential. It means that we utilize technology and evidence-based practices to cultivate unique strengths. And most of all, it means that we bring unwavering optimism and compassion to every person with whom we work. In every moment, we see an opportunity to bring our mission to life. In our classrooms, our residences, our recreational and vocational skills centers, out in the community and along the paths of our beautiful campus. Whatever the backdrop, at the heart of all we do is an unmatched commitment to optimizing the quality of life for people with autism. We love our work and we're here to help. Learn more at andersoncenterforautism.org. That's andersoncenterforautism.org. Welcome back to 1 in 59 the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and this morning I'm talking with Mayor Gary Bassett. Uh, he is the mayor of the village of Rhinebeck in New York in Dutchess County, and we're talking today, uh, Mayor Bassett, about the collaborative partnership with Anderson Center for Autism's Consulting Services Department and making, helping to make Rhinebeck, the village of Rhinebeck, an autism-supportive community. So thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you again. It's a, just as I mentioned before, it's a pleasure to be here and to share this experience. Well, the feeling is mutual. So I, I want to go back. We've talked a lot about the, the initiative itself and what's been happening and some of the great feedback that you're getting personally from members of the Rhinebeck uh, Village community. But let me just go back and ask you a couple questions about you. Um, how long have you been the mayor and how long have you been a resident of, of Rhinebeck itself? I've been mayor for a relatively short time. I've only been mayor for two years, and I'm about to start my, you know, running and campaigning now for my second two years. So I'm looking forward to continuing to be the mayor of Rhinebeck in the in the in the future coming. But prior to that, I served on the board. I was a liaison to the board for you know two years prior to that as well. And have you lived uh, in Rhinebeck for a long time, or? I've, I've lived in I've lived in the in Rhinebeck for almost thirty years. We've raised our family here, gone to the schools here, attended the churches, and yeah. So although it, all not all of it has been in the village of Rhinebeck, the last six years have been in the village of Rhinebeck. Prior to that, we lived in the town. So mm-hmm. you, you, you know, there's, there's a town of Rhinebeck and there's a village of Rhinebeck, and you know that is. I always like to describe it as the donut, and the village is that center within the donut that you know that provides the services for a lot of a lot of the community. Yes, and and I you know, I, you know, I think that it's wonderful the way that, that the collaboration is happening and the awareness and I know that when it comes to the committee there's there's um, there's sort of systems and protocols that go on to make sure that that the uh, the communication is is out there and is very open about all of the initiatives that are taking place, which has got to be I'm sure quite a lot to manage, but uh, the outcome is 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 more um, probably robust because of that effort with the the open communication. I want to ask you what might feel like a personal question, but I, I hope that you can provide a little insight because I've recently moved to Rhinebeck and, and I, as a very recent 
uh, newcomer, uh, new resident, I can say that I love the feeling when I come home. I love the neighborhoods. I love the seeing that the, the kids riding their bikes and, and walking with their families on the street. I love the community events. Um, there just is a very beautiful, warm, friendly feeling there. But why do you think that this is the right time or, or Rhinebeck, the village of Rhinebeck is sort of the maybe the perfect um, place to have this autism supportive community starting to emerge. Is there something special and inherent to the village of Rhinebeck that you think is making this as successful as it, as it is already? Very good question, Liza. And I think it speaks to the culture of Rhinebeck, which you mentioned. Something that you've moved and you've adapted yourself and love. We're a community. It's a, we're a small community of 2,700 people that have really have a connection with each other in, in the community. We have our local school. We have our churches. We have a hospital uh, that forms a basis for a good, solid community to have all the services that are there for somebody. And what makes us unique is we have a we have a lot of events and events that are really some are geared bigger, but some we have a lot of local or small events that are really focused on bringing the community together that really help bond things and provide that atmosphere where everybody can participate at some level, whether it's in you know walking to walking to village center or you know just taking a walk. I like to advertise the village of Rhinebeck as a walkable bikeable and in the future a sustainable community where it's enjoy where it's enjoying to live in and so having this to support disabilities within the within the village is one step forward where we can now make our village a little bit more inclusive for everybody that is is either visiting or in the village of Rhinebeck, which we hope people still do and want to do, but also those living there. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, so I will just summarize. I think what you're saying is that the village of Rhinebeck has a culture of inclusivity already, which makes the idea of making it more inclusive kind of a, a, a no-brainer, if you will, sort of a, an easy step um, or maybe an easier step um, in that direction. And and it just makes me even happier and more proud to to be a part of it, both on behalf of Anderson uh, Center for Autism and also, um, again, as somebody who's, who gets to walk that village and uh, with my own children and, and my family and kind of have that feeling every day. So, so I want to also... It's, it's a pleasure to see everybody out there that does walk and enjoy the village. Yeah. That's the, yes. it's, it's a nice feature. My just, I want to share one personal experience sure. is living in the village on a winter night when it's snowing and walking downtown and going to your, going to a restaurant or just going through a stroll to the streets as it's snowing and the lights are on. It's picturesque. Yes, I would say magical. It's uh, it's yeah, it's okay. quiet and I like that word. Yeah, it's it it really does. Um, you know, it it has it brings a, a sense of um, security and comfort that almost feels uh, decades old. Like there's so many places where you just can't get that feeling anymore. And and um, so I think it's very special. And I think it's wonderful to see the community members coming out in support of this initiative and not feeling challenged or threatened by change, which can happen sometimes in small towns and small villages. Yeah. Um, yes. But it's nice to know that there's an embracing of, of something that's going to positively impact 
uh, everybody, certainly not just the individuals living with autism or, or their families. But these are the things when you when you take on an initiative that's about doing one thing, um, and maybe it could be even doing you know doing one good thing or right thing or however you want to phrase it. Um, you realize that it's good for everybody. Um, sometimes the act of doing one thing that positively impacts somebody else ends up being incredibly good for you. So I think this, to me, this is where I sort of wax poetic here on, on the radio show, but um, <laughs> it, 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 it gets me excited because this is what I think makes the world go round and, and makes me remember how much good there, there really is um, around all of us. We just have to stop for a minute and notice. Um, yeah. and, and on that <laughs> On that note, I want to ask you. I know you've been you've been quoted, I think, to me anyway, um, as as saying some things about how personally meaningful this is for you as the mayor and and the mayor hopefully going into another term. Why is you know what is this for you as uh, as Mayor Gary Bassett? What you know what why are you so personally excited about this? Good question. And the way I'm going to reply to that is it's really about how government can connect. We talk, you know, government in a lot of ways, municipalities, whether they're small or large, have a lot of responsibility for providing services, water, you know, police, fire, highway, all those kind of things, which we have to manage. But there's another portion of government that I think is, I call it good government, and good government is about working with everybody within the village to make the village a better place to live. So personally, what I what I'm passionate about this is if you can do this and do one thing, it's going to, as you mentioned, it's going to change the lives of many people, make the village of Rhinebeck a more adaptable, livable place. And it's a portion of government that we, we sometimes just ignore because we're so busy doing our day-to-day jobs that we don't take time to think about how we can help others. And to me, what makes this important to me is I want to be able to say, we took the time, we stopped, we took a breath, and myself, along with the board that's in full support of this, have really ad- embraced this initiative, and we're moving forward to make the village of Rhinebeck a better place. Well, I would think that that's, uh, you know, that's something that would put a smile on my face if that was something that I felt that I was you know, going to be involved in, that was going to be part of my legacy um, in, in, in the village. Uh, so I, I, and I'm saying that on behalf of you. I think that that's a wonderful thing for you to be able to take away from this and to be modeling for, for the, the rest of the community members. Um, mm-hmm. I know it warms my heart. There's a, there's a store in town also or, or in, in the village that uh, sells uh, these growing gifts, which are... Uh, plantable paper cards um, that are made by yeah. some of the students and adults at Anderson. And, you know, I just as again, as somebody who's I've worked at Anderson for almost 13 years. And whenever I see um, an Anderson family or something like that in a store or um, or even just an opportunity for somebody to be highlighting uh, autism awareness or maybe wearing blue in the month of April, it mm-hmm. makes me um, feel more connected and feel very proud that yep. things are changing in, in our villages, our towns, um, in the country, in the world. And like I said, it, it's just really cool to see it happening at this level right up the road from Anderson's main campus where we've been around for since 1924. Yeah. Um, We're so, so fortunate to have the Anderson Center so close to us and have people like Kathleen Marshall yeah. who and Nancy Osborne who brought this to our attention. And we were able to so quickly 
formulate a plan and make it happen. So it's very kudos, cool. Kudos to to those that to all of you at Anderson who are really the workforce behind doing this. You guys deserve the credit to help bring this forward and help bring it into our world, which I'm so thankful for. Oh, well, thank you for that. That's very kind. And, and uh, on behalf of Anderson, I know that we're all very proud to be associated with this, with this project and with the village of Rhinebeck. Um, we have just under a minute. Why don't we just remind people how they can get involved um, and uh, just, uh, I think it was staying connected to the social media for the village of Rhinebeck, right? That's where they can find ways to uh, get information and also share the, do, the one thing that they might be doing. Yes, the best way is to, we publish a lot of our contact information on our media websites, which is either our website or Facebook, or sign up to our email distribution and get, get the announcements. And as time, as periodically we will be sending out more ways for people to get involved and set up events for people to learn more about hashtag one thing. Awesome. Hashtag one thing. Uh, the village of Rhinebeck, New York, becoming an autism supportive community. Mayor Gary Bassett, thank you so much for being on the show and for partnering with us on this. We're really excited to see what the future brings. Yes, thank you so much. All right. This is 1 in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 